Yeah, Bugatti 5, aka BWO, Boo, and I'm inside the cave. CB, fuck with a real nigga, man. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back inside the cave. Inside the cave, the cavepodcast.com is where you can find us out. Check us out at on. Uh, also, like us on Facebook, Inside the Cave. Follow us on Twitter, Inside the Cave PC, and also on Instagram, simply Inside the Cave. Uh, also, like us on, subscribe to us on iTunes inside the cave podcast and now we are on stitcher inside the cave podcast on stitcher you can check us out there uh if you got the smart cars or whatever like that all you gotta do is put it inside the cave and you can listen to the show right now i am in chicago at the new dope store flea flea club 1332 West Madison, this store has everything. All your shoes, new releases, everything, retros, all that. Come here, they got tailoring. This is a real nice spot. 1332 West Madison, real nice area. Oh man, they got it real good together. And I'm here with the owner. I gotta say, I got some of the coolest friends. I'm just blessed to have good friends. You know, be in the right place at the right time and to know some of the coolest people. You know, somebody started this rumor in my circle said that CB always wants to take credit for stuff. CB's always boasting and bragging, so I'm not gonna boast and brag too much, but my friends are cooler than yours. And I'm here with one of my buddies I've been knowing since I was 12, 11 or 12 years old. I just knew he was gonna be a basketball player. And the crazy thing is this, when you're growing up, my, I asked my daughter the other day, she's five years old, I said, what do you want to be when you grow up? She told me the great answer, I want to be a, a doctor, I want to be a nurse, I want to be a surgeon, she's five years old, I want to be a teacher. I said, cool, you can be whatever you want to be. I asked my two-year-old son what he wants to be, he said he wants to be Spider-Man. Now, as ridiculous as that sounds, anything can happen. If he wants to be Spider-Man, I really believe he can be Spider-Man because when I got out of high school, I was 18, and I didn't know what I wanted to be. They, your parents, they might tell you, hey, go to school, go to college, get yourself a degree, make something of yourself. That kind of stuff you see on TV is not real. You can't do that. Go make something better of yourself. Well, my buddy that I have on Inside the Cave proves that you can be anything you want to be, whether it be in movies, whether it be in film. If you want to be Puffy, you can be Puffy. You can be R. Kelly. You can be Jay-Z. Only one in a million actually had that opportunity. And I'm proud to say that one of those one in a million 
is my one of my best friends from growing up, man. First time on Inside the Cave, and I already know from just the drive over here, this is probably going to be a part one, part two, part three. I'm pressing record. Thanks for coming in, man, my boy. Boo, Boo Gotti, what's up, man? What it do, CB? You already know, man. We go back like four flat. Yeah, you already know. You know the rest. Um, like, you know, for real, real day one guys. And I commend you for, um, you know, always being who you are, too. You know what I'm saying? You always been real solid individual, um, never selfish. Um, you know what I mean? You always saw. You always really, I always thought of you. You wanted more for somebody else than they want for themselves. Oh, man. You know what I'm saying? We're too kind much. Of homies, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you guys are too but, much, you know, man. We done all, and we done had a good ride, man, you know, from growing up in shorties to it ain't you know, becoming, you know, men. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, good man. thing, man, ain't none of us six feet under, man, or ain't none of us in no, uh, you right. know, in nobody jail cell. So, yeah. we all right. Yeah, man. And, you know, uh, I'm going to tell you right now, you say whatever you want to say because you are entertaining. And I'm going to say this is like a prelude to Boo's show because I'm going to yeah. help him get his thing started. Because yeah. one thing about ain't too many people that can touch him on the mic. This guy can tell vivid stories. He got a mad story to tell. We're going to even get him a book deal one day because this guy got a story to tell. And, and like I said in the intro, it's meaningful. You can really be whatever you want to be. You, you prove that. You're, you are the exception to the rule. That you, you can do that. You can do whatever you want to be, be whatever you want to be, do whatever you want to do, and be successful at it. And, like, you know, nobody t nobody tells their story. Nobody tells who, like, put them on or put them around certain stuff, you know. And I, yeah. and, uh, I just give credit where credit's due, man, you know, because you didn't have to bring me around, you know what I'm saying? But I appreciate you, you know, always keeping me around just, and showing me a different part of life, man, you know. Because yeah. all I knew was work, you know yeah, what I'm saying? You know, Working for somebody else. And you, I know, man. Sure. Like I always, you know, I always used to see how people would be like clapping for other people so hard. Like I always, <laughs> the, um, like I never really wanted to be in the crowd, so to say. Like I always vision myself and you know whoever I was around, friends and all that was like we always on the stage. Yeah. Like like the whole thing from going to school from from. Um, we go anything we do it was like we, we just we that cool thing we the yeah, cool dudes yeah, you know what I mean yeah. I never wanted to be I never that never sat well with me not yeah. that I can't get nobody else they I ain't yeah. saying it in that way right I can't get nobody else they salute or this that and the other but it's like you know you in school in the career day and it be a fireman that come down it's like yeah you know you can be a fireman like me you dig what I'm yeah. saying but then your mom and dad coming and picking you up in the side in the right. and it's like well yeah. what is it like you know what I'm saying yeah, yeah, yeah. so it was like naturally I always became like comfortable with with myself and being like like having a type of presence yeah. whenever we walked in the room whenever we played ball whenever whenever we did something I always felt like whatever I was a part of it's a show right like they looking at us yeah and we're gonna give them something to look at yeah and you know I, what I'm saying? Yeah, and and uh, this is this is all the truth because like yeah. people might look at me now and not believe that I used to play basketball, yeah. and uh, That's got the how we met. I, mean, I got the high school. That's right. I got the high. Yeah, I met him before high school playing basketball. Mm -hmm. You know, listen to. I hope my kids are listening to this. I met him before back for high school playing basketball, but I never forget freshman year. <laughs> and you told me you said, "Hey, 
I'm going to the NBA. So, I lied like the motherfucker did. I said, oh, okay. And then you said, hey. But then this is the killer part. You looked at me and said, you going too. You nice. You cold. You just got to work at it. You told me. I'm like, and in my mind, I'm like, okay, of course everybody wanted to go to the NBA. But who can really think like that at 14? You thought like that. Yeah, and I really believed that. Yeah. Because I believed that nobody, like, take, like, I remember me and my man Ben, right? Yeah. We used to, like, watch Come Fly With Me and everything. We would watch that. Yeah. And it's like, we mimic it. We would watch more of the, um, like, you know, Jordan doing his dunks and this, that, and the other. Yeah. But the most thing that we would always take from it would be, like, what he said. Yeah. How he did <laughs> interviews, how he talked. Right. Like, damn, you see how Mike walked when he went to, so it was, uh, how they prepped before the game. Yeah. So it was like, we looked at them small details. Oh, he could tape on his hands. He put the, right, the thing right, on right. his arm. Uh, his whole you know, swag. The, the, swag. Yeah, the swagger of yeah. it, you know what I mean? He never put the um, knee brace on his knee. It was on his calf. Right. So that was like, oh, it's fashion. What it makes you look at something. So I always felt like, if I show up and I do these things, I'm going in my mind, I'm going to look as if I'm right. I'm there. Yeah. I'm in the NBA that I know what I'm doing. Yeah. And it'll be around grown, you know, it could be, you know, when we play against older guys and all that shit. You know what I'm saying? I always felt like that and believed it. Right. Like, going to the league, Joe, that ain't nothing else. What else is it to be? And uh, you didn't make it to the NBA, but you, <laughs> you was the next best thing to the NBA. And uh, we're going to get into all of that. Mm -hmm. In a little bit, but I want to plug this store, man. Uh, you got this clothing store, you sell shoes, you guys do tailoring. Fleet Club. Fleet Club, man. And you know. Forever learning, every day earning. Hey, there you go. Hey, I just told D. Kelly when I walked in, I said, you know, it's amazing that in high school. Shout out, Kels. Y'all was just using That's this. It's also 50% partner in the situation, too. That's what's up. So, you know, we both got that um, going. And Shout I, out, Kels. I told him, I said, it's amazing that. <laughs> The stuff that y'all was just doing for fun in high school, just swagging out on people, mm -hmm. rocking the fresh clothes, now this is what you're getting paid for. Yeah. Ain't that amazing? This is crazy yeah. how life turns into a full 360, yeah. baby. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Because, like, if you ask me what, what I thought you would have been doing at 15, psh, this is it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This yeah. is what I, this is, this yeah. is, this is you. This is y'all, man. You know, we always wanted for our friends. We always wanted to provide the closet yeah. for our homies. Like, we always did that anyway. Yeah. Like, if we were somewhere and we, you know, hooping is what connected everything. Right. So we might go, we'd go to D-Crib and hoop, hoop for, till the sun go down. Sun go down, now it's time to go hang out or something. Yeah. And, you know, hey, him, D, throw your, throw, might throw me a shirt. You know, we at my crib, you yeah. put this on. Krilla, you with us, whatever, homies. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So we always kind of was the closet yeah. for the for the guys. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know. It's funny how all that just. Get, we gotta we gotta make it a um, we gotta make it a platform and and also make revenue from it. Too. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's so man, tell, tell, let's get a little bit talk talk a little bit about the store, man. Like let um, people know because you got stuff in here for women and kids. And yeah, so, right? definitely. We yeah. got uh, we definitely got a, you know about us being guys. We got a lot of uh, men. You know, any exclusive sneaker, right. any new release that drop. Pause um, right there. You got the fucking Jordans, and I'm not, I'm not supposed to be cussing on the show, but you can say whatever you want right. to say. But <laughs> you got the Jordans that come out December. Mm -hmm. Come yeah, on, man. We don't have no connect with the company Jordans. So. 
<laughs> you know, it's just like, uh, yeah, man, just you know, being in the being in the music business, though. Right. That 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 like, uh, I met a lot of stylists and a lot yeah. of you know people like that, and you know, you know, you know, you in the industry that you always kind of like ten steps ahead. Yeah. So, and a lot of stylists used to always ask me, would I ever get into that? So a lot of times, you know what I'm saying, because I would show up to like photo shoots and video shoots. And stuff that I would have on and wear, and they'd be like, "No, that's cool. Keep that. Where did you get that?" You know, Damn. so they would be like, uh, "You know, I never really used that. Right, right. The stuff that was, yeah. you know what I mean." Yeah, and shit. I'd be trying to take mine off and put it on, and they'd be like, "No, like, you know, I kind of like how you did that." And wow. And so they, they they would see that I was kind of into that, so they would never like stuff that um, was left over at shoots and shit like that. They would plug me with it and plug me with different reps at different places. So. I just the thing is how we able to maintain the stores is keeping up the relationships Man. with people that you know what I'm saying we know all over. Yeah, thirteen thirty two West we Madison. We do custom. We do custom Man. clothing. Uh, any for, for anything you want from. And, and, and trust me when I say this is a real. And you guys, you guys ship. Yeah, and, we ship anywhere. Okay. Um, website is under construction right now. Okay. And, uh, so, uh, yeah, we share. You'll hear about you it on this on this podcast. Too. I will be promoting my buddies, yeah. man. Um, so. we, we located in the West Loop, Chicago. Yeah, um, right by the United off, Center. Yeah, <laughs> we, we steps from the United Center, you know what I'm saying? Two blocks past Ashland, 1332. We're here every day from, from 11 to 7. Yeah. Um, and we're going to start doing more things. Like, um, I'm going to have a free club value one music project to come with it. You know okay. what I'm saying? To just... And that's going to be like a free, you know, almost like, you know how people, that's going to be like a business card. Right, right. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? And then, you know, we also want to not just be traditionally how everybody start up a business and start up a store. Right. So, um, you know, if y'all fall through, man, anybody, man, yeah. we got stuff for women, kids. Instagram. Uh, What's the Instagram page for our Fleet? Fleet Club Chicago. Fleet Club Chicago. Check it out. F-L-E-E, not Fleet. Or right. fleet, right, it's right. F L E E, forever learning, every day earning, and you know, flee is a word that's, um, you know, it's a real popular word from um, from the younger generation. So yeah. we still want it to be, and you know, it represents you going to get fresh, going to get fly. So um, we want it to still be relatable to, uh, you know, to the youth too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying, and uh, like I said, this is. Dope spot, man. And uh, I'm gonna go back to your old, to your first spot. We're real cool guys. We actually really be here too. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, and Isaiah Thomason been here. Yeah. Uh, I don't want name drop, but Reggie Rose. Go ahead. Derek Rose's um, older brother. He's a very uh, influential guy in his career, right. and also in Chicago, and a lot of careers of uh, a lot of up and coming um, ball players. Um, yeah. And uh, he really like a like really an extended family, you know, I don't really have a personal thing with Derek and nothing like that. I don't understand right, right. what it is. But it's just you know, Reg is a real good, humble dude and a lot of times, you know, he come through just just to, to you know, uh, you know, just be low key and and kind of get away from the smoke and mirrors for a second. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm looking yeah, at his boxes something. right here. He got some shit already pre ordered, so yeah. <laughs> he'll be shit, he skipped out of town and Oh, but you know, one thing about it, man, that that check came through, you know, he really showed love and I appreciate him for that. Right. And then, you know, Red just sit up here, man, you know, whenever you want it. Damn. You dig me? But um yeah, shout out to the Rose family, man. You right, know, they right. real uh I really salute them and Derek also and the circle of guys, how they um right. they stay out the way. 
And you know, when he at the top of his game, man, uh, you know, I hope to see him keep keep rising. Yeah, he might. He's the next big thing right now, man. Yeah. So that's Fleet Club. That is Boo Store. You know, partner up with his with his longtime friend. You know what I'm saying? They've been knowing each other since they was kids, and now they put together. They've been fly since they was kids. Now they got a store together. Help you be fly. You know, Fleet. 1332 West Madison. That's in Chicago, but they also ship. Deliver wherever you need. Hell, sometimes they will deliver it to your crib yeah, <laughs> themselves. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. get that. Because we also through. wanted to provide a service for people yeah. versus just being, um, you know, because neither one of us ever had jobs. <clears throat> and we don't know in retail. Right. We just understand uh, supply and demand. And, you know, you got to get in the people's face. And one thing I tell people, man, there's no right or wrong way to do it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It's just you got to do it. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah, and yeah. I encourage us as black people, and not to really put it as black and white, but right. no, we got to start owning some stuff, man. We yeah. got to start, you know, uh, getting out here and not worrying about the security of a paycheck right. and, 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 and the security of a company. And that's cool. Don't get it twisted. Like, man, work for what you do and get it going. But also know at any given time, right. I also got this. That, that 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 my kids could eat from, that I can eat from if I ever have to, yep. and and it just give you like a better sense of mind. Like it's definitely a hard, like stressful thing, but you just get a better sense of mind for yourself when you know like it's all on me. Like whatever right. mess ups, it's nobody else you can blame. Like, it's just you. And I want to promote Flea because you know I've been uh, financially hit for the past <laughs> month or so, but for myself, I. I, I'm a, I was a, a low-key sneakerhead, and I mm-hmm. hated waiting in Saturday mornings, waiting yeah. in lines for the Jays. Mm-hmm. You know what? I was at the point where I was like, I'd just rather pay an extra $50 or whatever, mm-hmm. $100, whatever, just to get the shoes I want. Yeah. And then don't have to be doing dealing with that hassle, man. Culture, it just it kind of just grew bigger than right. even what we can yeah. imagine, man. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It grew bigger because we from an era where... We can just go in the store and get them. Yeah, right, like right, right. You got right. all of these extra uh, right. premeditated, uh, you got to do raffles and you got to. Yeah. So for the average person that's, you know, I look at, I'm guaranteed to the parent. Yeah, the parent there you is go. who's buying for the kids. So right. No you hook my shorty up a few in, times. Exactly, <laughs> you know what I mean? No yeah. parent want to stand in no line and do no raffles and right. do all of this and whatever, whatever. So, yeah. you know, we take upon the headache in yeah. getting this shoe and. And you know, and a lot of people sometimes they think about uh, they th- they get so sold on the price part, and it's like you don't know what it took to go get to get right. this motherfucker. Right, so, right, right. You know, this this, this price point ain't really um, it's really nothing because right. you think of the gas, the time, the, the, the whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, sometimes yeah. you ain't go to a whole another city and get a shit. People don't even realize Damn. that. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. for real, for real. But that's part of the work. So uh, right. I don't want to give too much of our uh, secret nah, 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 don't give it all out. But, yeah, man, y'all come shopping. We're not even a year in, bro. Man, you know what I'm saying? Good. Yeah, we're not even a year in. So I'll you know. be posting pictures of this on our Facebook page and Instagram. This is the real That's dope love, store. Man. Proud of my brothers, man. Never learning. Every day earning. Flea, 1332 every day, man. We West Madison. In the shy. It is. Yes, sir. All right, man. We're going to get right back into this, you know, uh, talk about... My boy Boo's career, yeah. long career. I, I gotta put it out there. Chicago legend. Trust me when I say it. We done seen them all come and go, but a lot of people don't have the stats that you got. 
You know what I'm saying? So hey, we need That's talking right, about the Chicago Hall of Fame and all that kind of stuff. Shit, it's time I to put. Love to be mentioned. Hey, exactly. So we'll be right back with more inside the cave with my boy Boo. I ain't nervous. <laughs> I swear to God, I ain't nervous. Nah, nah. On that pat run, I'm swerving. Game tight like versions. Got a bad bitch, she Persian. Call her AK when she squirting. You see the niggas I'm with? That boy boo the shit. As long as I got a face, your bitch got a place to sit. Yeah, I'm wildin' off them shroomies. Ain't got no worries like Tunchi. All my chicks be bougie. Wanna hold hands, then watch movies. I be goddamn, make a nigga lose it. Ain't no talking, let's get to it. Real niggas winning, fake niggas losing. Bitch, I leave that pussy with bruises, girl. I swear to God, I ain't nervous. Alright, welcome back inside the cave. I'm sitting here with my boy Boo, knowing him forever. Let me go back to this intro again. Now, my son told me that he wanted to be Spider-Man. Now, granted, he's only two years old, and at first it pissed me off. But then, my boy Boo is the exception to the rule. I will never forget, 1998, I get a phone call, right? Get a phone call, my boy Boo calls me up and says, CB, you'll never believe this. I just met Kells. Now, I just got off work. I was working at a hotel. No, I'm not ashamed. I was working at a hotel. Got off work, man. Called my mother's phone. So I just, I just bumped into R. Kelly. He's like, okay, R. Kelly. He's like, yeah. And uh, man, wants me to rap for him. And I'll be honest with you. I know we never had this discussion. I didn't believe nothing you said. Like, right. cause I know you smoked. So I'm yeah. like, you know, come on. You about? I was. It was. I just. I'm, let me tell you how deep the details of it. It was in August of '98. This yeah, is when you called yeah, me. Now, I don't know when you bumped into him, but this is nah, when you... it was like two months out of when you graduated school, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Like you called me in August of 98. I'll never July, forget it. August, yeah, yeah. I, it might have been a Friday when you called mm-hmm. me. Yeah. I, I'm telling you, I remember this shit. Mm-hmm. And you called me. It was about August, though. Yeah, you called me, and you said that I just bumped into Kells, and he wanted me to rap. And then back in my mind, from your success, basketball player, point guard, nice, telling you right now, go back. 19 in graduate class in 1998 you show me 20 point guards is better than you want to say your real name or what you show me 20 point guards class in 98 that's better than uh my boy boo right now i'm telling you right now he made everybody he made everybody that played with him nice transferred to another school i'm going so off the rail right now but transferred to another school took that school to the man look here you show so in my back of my mind i'm thinking like supposed to be a basketball player what the hell you mean you rapped it right, I right. you know what i'm saying because i remember yeah. we used to have discussions about this mm-hmm. the backpack niggas that was yeah. in at west and all that so i'm mm-hmm. like and that's all that was there at, at, i used to laugh at rappers exactly so because you remember they used to go down downtown to the cyphers and all that you oh, wasn't one of them because remember you told me you said, man, i'm about the girls man yeah, I yeah. Really with that. yeah. Never did the so then all of a sudden against it, but i just didn't I thought they was actually amazing. I ain't know how they done this shit. Yeah, the cipher was real big in the late in the mid nineties, you know what I'm saying? And you wasn't you wasn't about that. I never was in one. You was fresh. You know what I'm saying? You had time for that. Not to say the guys on the cipher wasn't fresh, but I'm just saying it was a different type of different type. Exactly. Yeah, it was like twist your hair, right, walk into on the uh stick to your red man. Oh yeah, all that shit. And that wasn't you. Yeah. At all. And so 
Kells, you meet Kells, and you, you tell the story. I can tell my version of the story, but it, was, it happened to you. Why should I tell it? Yeah, like, <laughs> um, it was one night, man. This is crazy, man. We hooping. We hooping in, um, we hooping in the Kelly backyard. Right. Playing like a three on three or something, and it's one odd man. So whoever loses, you know, we alternate yeah. with an odd man. So the last game we have a bet. Also we had, uh, you know, a good friend of ours, Corey Maggetti. Yes. He was playing too, which he ended up going to the got scholarship to Duke with the NBA. Yeah, pretty good Great career. career. Great yeah. career. So uh, we hooping. Uh, the last game, uh, somebody let Corey use his car. The guy from the dealership. <laughs> Uh, like a Tahoe, TVs in it, whole nine. Right. I want to say the nigga name was Johnny, little Johnny, little ball here. Nigga ain't seen him in years. <laughs> so, um, you know, Corey the man. So people getting his whips, we going places, doing this, that, and that. That's crazy. Cop coming in here too, and that's Corey man. That's what I'm just <laughs> about to. I'm just so, about to get a cop. You know what up? I just interviewed your girl. Yeah. yeah so, <laughs> so we uh. So yeah, we going to, we, we go, uh, oh, so we supposed to go to Rock and Roll McDonald's, whatever, right? Right. So the last game, it's like, shit, whoever lose, the odd man got to go home. You feel me? Yeah. So we played a three on three. Get off. And you but, just um, never know who might pop up in Fleet Club. That's why you got to come in. Check yeah. them out, man. So Big yeah, man, so up. in the story, we, um, we go to Rock and Roll McDonald's. No, nah, we're actually... End up the odd man, like I say, the odd man couldn't ride, right? Because we was too deep, you know what I'm saying? Like six of us couldn't couldn't pile in, so end up my team end up losing. So our homie um, nasty, he win, but we know he got a curfew. Now you got to go home, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So so I was the one odd man I was gonna leave. That's what makes it so crazy. Yeah. Like I really wasn't even supposed to be in the car. So uh, Corey standing like man. Nasty, you know your mama gonna be calling in a minute, man. You gotta go on it, you know what I'm saying? Go, go to the crib. And boo, you gotta go, man. Come on. Ooh. So, take Nasty to the crib. Or however, however it went. And we go downtown. We downtown. Corey go to use the bathroom. It's rock and roll McDonald's, crazy pack. So it's taking them maybe like 20, about 20 minutes. I'm like, well, I'm finna go see what's up. You know what I'm saying? As I'm walking through the lot. I see people like crowded around like a car. So I kind of look to the car and I see the ball head doing. I'm like, oh shit, that's our Kelly, you know what I'm saying? So at the time, as I noticed him, you know, he like noticed me kind of like, is that, is that him or no? Nah? Like kind of saying it to myself. I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's me, what's up? And you had you never met him before? Never met him before, never seen him but on TV, you know right. what I'm saying? I had never met him before. So I was like, oh, man, that's crazy. So it made sense why people was crowding around the car, you know. So I was more so, like, kind of being nosy, trying to see what was going on. Yeah. So he, um, like, he used to say it out that, like, yeah, this me, what up, my nigga? You know what I'm saying? That type of thing. And I'm like, what's happening? And like, uh, shit, I'm sorry, chilling. And I'm looking at him, like, you know, I'm thinking all, like, stars, like, every second you're going to be clean, fresh. He was kind of, like, dingy, like, like he just came from, you know what I'm saying? Like he just came from hooping or something. Right, right, right. So he like, yeah, man, I ain't doing nothing, man. I'm out here just came from hooping, man. You know, fucking these niggas up. Talking about his guys that was around him and all this. So um, I'm like, well, yeah, we be hooping too. Where y'all be hooping at? You know, just 
casual conversation. Yeah. You tell us where he be hooping at. And uh, Corey comes out. And the dude that's with Kels, and Baby Kemp, he like, he noticed Corey. Yeah. Like, hey, Rob, this, he, he, yeah. like, all state, all American. What do you mean? So Kels like, yeah. So Corey like, yeah. Uh, y'all talking about y'all So now we kind of like getting on some like, <laughs> Right. And we'll fuck y'all little ass up. What y'all yeah. want to do? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So he like, man, come on. Come to my gym tomorrow. It's on. Who out there, man? I'm like, y'all ain't, man. Y'all ain't on there. Where the money at? We want to play for us. So I'm now I'm Don King in the shit. Right, right, right. The most top of them, so he shouldn't say it. And still nothing about rap came up here. Nothing about music, period. We talking about that. (laughs) aspect, And at the same time, he, you know, people coming up to him getting autographs. He hold on, let me get back to y'all one second. Signing autographs and shit. So he's come back saying, nigga, so what you do? Just talking to you. That dad at me. Like you can hear a pen drop, everybody looking like. You know, just hoping a little bit, trying to go to school. That's 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 my plan. He's like, nah, you don't, you don't sing, dance, rap, you don't do nothing like that. He's like, no, I said, man, you know, you tap his cousin Blackie. Said Black, that nigga look like he rapped on him. You know, he kept saying that. It was talking about it. Martin Lawrence looking ass, they like trying to, yeah, you know, they start yeah. trying to like uh, we call it, try to roast me. Right. You feel me? So we, you know, we roast him back, but it was all in fun and shit. So. Uh, I'm like, for real, man, you don't rap or nothing like that? I'm like, no, I ain't never, never tried, never. So D tried to say, yeah, he rap. And D was going off at one time. We was at like a Trinity, a homecoming yeah. in Trinity. Yeah. And I grabbed a mic. Yeah. Just on some, but I don't know what the fuck I was saying. Yeah. Like, I don't yeah. know what I did. I don't even, you know what I'm saying? But D like, he can rap. You know, and in the car, me and my cousin Mike, we might have. All right, let me stop you right there. Let me go. Let me give. Let me ask you one question right now, because I think I know your story better than you. When was the first time you ever rapped or performed? Nah, you remember. Yeah, I tried to do Nas. I tried to do Nas. Nah, you know and what you did. Let me do it. I did the brat. The though. brat. Yeah. Me, the I ain't think you remember that shit, man. Yeah, I ain't think you remember that shit. Yeah, the But here's what I also remember. Going, going high school. Big Papa remix. Take you back. Ryan Campbell had the Big Papa remix. Mm-hmm. And you and like three, Freddie. Uh, a couple guys, y'all actually, I don't know if y'all had like a, uh, what's the, what's some things called? But y'all rapped on it. Yeah. Yeah, you don't remember that shit? So I it's like, that, it's, I remember that tape. They had an instrumental on it. Yeah, the instrumental. Y'all mm-hmm. was rapping on that, man. So you was planting the seeds for your future. You just didn't even but know not it. not really knowing it. You didn't even know yeah. it, man. That's crazy. Man, that's crazy. So yeah. I mean, just them little steps, mm-hmm. performing in eighth grade for, for so a grade. So that's what made D really say, like, he could rap. Yeah. But I didn't believe it because nobody. And then in high school, people used to always say, look like Puff. Yeah. <laughs> I was always getting that look like it. Yeah. yeah. So that's yeah. what he was like hitting on. Mm-hmm. And saying, like, yeah, you, you, know, you got to look. Right. That means a lot right there. Yeah, yeah. That means so, everything. Like, so Kel was like, rap something. I'm like, man, I can't. And he like pulled me away from them a bit. I'm like, man, I know you might be a bit nervous or man. feel awkward and all that, but. Uh, like, man, I don't care what it is, man. If it's your favorite song, just rap something to me. And everything was going against me, you know what I'm saying? And this this, this really key. And whoever listening, you know, really understand. And even like with you, CB, like, right. 
everything went against me, dog. Mm-hmm. Everything. And I sit and I hear people at times. I ain't trying to get out the story too much, but at times, like, some people come and ask for advice and shit, right? Yeah. And you, and you try to give them, especially with this music thing now, like, by being blog sites and all this kind of shit going on, and it, it, it makes it like, it, it makes people think that they know the ends of the music business. Right, right. You might know gossipy little shit, but that's not when it goes. You know, I hear too many people saying, uh-uh, see, I want to come in this way so that people respect me this way. And this, and it's like, how do you know all that when you, like, you're not inside the store yet? Right. You still window shopping. You know what I'm saying? Right. So the things that go in, so I'm saying all that to say this, everything went against me. Did I have a rap to rap? No. Did I have a demo tape to rap? No. Did I have a manager acting as a middleman? Or <laughs> no. Did I have an investor putting in it? No. Yeah. Did I ever do it? No. Do yeah. I know what the studio look like? No. Do my family, anybody in my family do this shit? No. <laughs> Only 1% was this. Something tapping me on the shoulder in my ear saying, a voice saying, and a thought. I can't even say a voice. I'd be lying to say a voice. It was a thought that kept saying, just do it. <laughs> and I know that's cliche to Nike and right. all that shit, but that's what it, it was just this one boy say, just do it. He say your favorite song, come to mind, was what I was doing, what we was listening to. Puff and bass. I had that comparison to Puff. Um, I talked slow anyway, so I was able to pick up on, I was able to catch Mace verses at all times, you know what I'm saying? So. I spit a mace verse. You know what I mean? I spit straight like that. Right. I spit the verse, and in order for me to spit the verse, I had to like get into the character of it. And, like you can't rap and just stand there like say the words and write. You know what I mean? I had to. Right. <laughs> On and on, can't stop. I ain't time. I'm too hot, and, and you know I, I beat the whole moves, whole nine. Like so, did that so like effortlessly, like effortlessly to where he was like, damn, that's you. Like he, like he saw me switch over to a hole, but I always was in the mirror and knew how to. Right, right, right. Just call some music, come on, I bop to it, I know how to. And, and, do and, that. and don't let, and don't forget, you being a point guard, having that ball in your hand, the kind mm-hmm. of swag you gotta have to lead a team and be a yeah. point guard. And mm-hmm. no, everybody can't be a point guard. You, mm-hmm. you, every point guard we know, black or white, mm-hmm. got some swag to it. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that helped you too. Yeah, <laughs> for real, it did. Yeah. And, and you know, when I see that now, yeah. at the point when you're in it, you really don't. So he was like, uh, you know, it's like I like hit on the switch. He's like, damn, that's you. You just told me you couldn't rap. Right. What the hell? You know what I'm saying? I'm like, no, you know, that wasn't my rap. But he like, that don't matter. Man, long story short, gave me all his numbers. Damn. And he got a bunch of them. <laughs> Yeah, gave me through like three numbers. And he said, man, if you can't catch me at these places, something terrible will happen. This is legit shit. Damn. Give it a try. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I had to go through that whole spiel trying to explain it to, you know, if you thought that I was lying and thought, <laughs> right. ball, what you think? My right. mama and them you? thoughts, you know what I'm saying? So they, they what, was like, that, hey, what was that discussion like, bro? That discussion was real fucked up. Because you, know, you got some cool-ass parents. Yeah. You got some cool-ass, and that's growing yeah. up. And you know, you got some real cool ass parents, mom and dad. You know, but that night he took us to the studio. And we came in, 
like damn they're close to five in the morning wow so they took that like real highly disrespectful like they just coming here <laughs> like what you like <laughs> you know they thought i was on a really on the road to right right not doing nothing so i remember um, <laughs> i told her shit you know this is a good shit I'm man like, uh, it's a I good shit kelly or whatever so, you, know, you better go move with him you <laughs> gonna get the fuck up out of here you know what I'm saying? And like I said, you your know? parents are cool as hell. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they parents, but they, they was cool. Stuff. They was like, you know, they 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 were always hip to what was going on. Yeah, they you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But like you said, <laughs> coming but, you in, know, five see, o'clock. But that's the side of y'all to see with them yeah. as being, you know, they always wanted to be as, you know, also cool yeah. to my friends and the people around well, it. I just remember home. them even just showing up at the game. They didn't yeah. look like typical parents. Yeah, you know, they, they was, you know, they was. Yeah, they didn't move. You know, they, they was like, they was going to be, they was going to curse. They was going to yeah. fly. They yeah. was going to get their attention. And, that, and that's the thing, like. <laughs> My whole family and our minds, everybody's a star. Right. So right. you can't even hardly put us all in one room. It's everybody can yeah. like I got a stove and my mom was like, Well, you know, I'm just kinda thinking trying to get my stove off the ground. Right, right, right. How can yours cold and mine's can't even you know what I mean? I ain't even got my shit though, right? right. So everybody rightfully like they own, you know, got their own flair, whatever you call it. So she just really didn't think, you know, what uh, um she just really wanted me to just do the right thing, but you know what I'm saying? And she knew that I had the um, different from my brother. She knew I had that cool thing in me, yeah. and I would always. She, her fear was that I would be. She kind of would think that I would be a follower, and I used to have to tell her mom like, Nah, I be leading shit. Like I ain't following no. You know what I'm saying? Right, if right, anything, right. a motherfucker following me. You know what I'm saying? Now, I know that. You know what I'm saying? I ain't a follower. Yeah. Thing, so get back to the crib and. Tell out of my kills and this, that, and the other. And I'm like, nah, man, it's legit. We done went to the studio. He done gave me numbers. He actually even invited me to come play ball with him. At this, you know, I give her the address. And I'm going, so the next day comes. And the school calls. I never forget. Yo, yo. College? Uh, yeah, it was it was it was, it was a joint. Olive Harvey, you know, yeah. a lot of local schools. Right, right, right. Like, and then you know, I was getting letters out the ass. Yeah. A lot of local schools. Um, Cause you know your the number is in the fucking uh, you know in the phone books. So. Right, right, right. Uh, and then whoever the coaches and I was kind of pissed at my coach like why are you giving all these junior colleges yeah. my numbers? But just what I didn't know was that the way uh, like ditching school and all that bullshit during the season had my GPA at a point to where I would be like on the bubble of maybe having to go to a junior college before I go to a university. Yeah. You know, like that yeah. type of thing. You know, and that's the, that's that's what the coach was selling to me. So a lot of these junior college coaches calling me, yeah, I want to take you to dinner. And I'm like, man, I'm not going there. You crazy? <laughs> that shit local. like, bro, that shit, I'm like, that shit local, man. I'm not going to that shit. Huh? Right. And I told my girl, like, I'm not going to go there because I'm going D1. <laughs> right, right. You know what I'm saying? That's where, I, you know, that's where my mind was at. And I was like, well, this is where I'm going to be at. I gave her that address. That's where I'm going to be at. You know, then we ain't have uh, our own cell phones right, and shit. Right. I think maybe just your moms might have a cell phone. Right. Then, Those are the beeper pager days. Yeah, yeah, like I think I had a beeper or something. Right. So I go. Uh, uh, correction, you had two of them, I remember. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> Hoops the gym. We go to Hoops the Gym, never forget. Yeah. Uh, so I'm in there, and uh, I look up about an hour or so later. <laughs> My mom's walking there. 
And she got a friend with her, so her friend kind of like, yeah, that's him. He wasn't lying. So, uh, <laughs> so it was kind of funny. I was embarrassed in the same fact because I looked like the kid who mama yeah, come right. and chase him down and yeah. shit like that. And, uh, but they, they really respected that. And dude saw that, oh, you from, you know, you from good people. So. Yeah. And they wanted the best. Yeah, man, I'm the, man, I'm, I'm Mayweather. <laughs> so, um, you know, uh, she wasn't even tripping, you know what I'm saying? After she met him and shit, yeah. she wasn't tripping no more. And, uh, and I had did a song, man. I had did a song. What, what, what was the first song? First song, it was called. I, I remember the hook. Was, I it wasn't re was it? Nah, so it was kind of like my my demo type song. So this called, was just you by yourself? It was called Swing With You, yeah. So by yourself? Yeah, by myself. He had me meet, uh, he told me to meet him the next day at the studio. Yeah. Uh, and I got to the studio at a certain time, he wasn't there. I'm like, what's this about? Why right. do that? Like I'm, I'm the producer and he's the engineers. I ain't know what none of that you shit meant. None of this shit meant. None of that. And he like playing. You're like man, we're robbing. <laughs> yeah, so playing beats and shit. You, and, you uh, ain't feeling nothing. So he like you pick a beat. And oh I'm like, man, shit. I can imagine the look on your face, man. Like, Especially in them days, knowing you and you yeah. like, I'm here to see somebody. You playing beats and you, yeah. I, I can see, they I can like, imagine. Pick a beat. This one sound good. I don't know. Right. The first one that came on, I said, yeah, that sound good. Um, How many times are you thinking about getting Remember Rob man? I just kept on saying, what type of shit is this? Like, I, don't, I don't think I'm ready for it. Yeah, yeah. My confidence was like, oh, Lord, Lord. Like, Who is this? This is crazy. Now, I don't know. So, uh, my man, shout out Roy Hamilton, man. It surprised me, yo, that the dude was actually, um, he was my age, too. But he was from um, Jersey, and he was an up-and-coming producer that Kels had in yeah. his production squad, you know what I'm saying? So um, he passed me a uh, notebook, and like, yeah, right now, you got the thing, you got the uh, beat, so right. <laughs> so I sit there, man, you know, I fake write for like, mm -hmm. I think I just write my name on the shit, like doodling this shit. Like, Get out of here. So I'm like, hey, man, look, I'm going to be honest with you, everybody in this room right now, I just met this dude. A couple days ago at McDonald's, he told me I could rap. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know how to start a rap. Can you, like, I don't know what's... And my man said, man, I knew that. I just was going to see how long you was going to go before you said something. Uh, you know what I'm saying? This is Roy so, said that? Yeah, Roy told me that. Okay. So, uh, Roy like, yeah, man. You know, he's just like, yeah, you know, just, you know, going to your imagination, man. What's, what's what it is about you? And he came up with a little hook, like, uh... All I want to do is swing with you. I got a pocket full of money and a sweet for two, so we can leave this spot. I'ma hop in my six and I'ma put your ass up on some player shit. Mm -hmm. That was my first song, you know what I'm saying? He gave right. me the hook, right? Right. So you know, he said, this is 1998, right? Yeah. So he gave me the hook, and he like, um, now kick it off, you know, like talk about yourself. Like so, I'm like, alright, cool, I, I can do that. Right, right. That's so not I'm too hard if you, you talk like, about you yourself. Know, like little braggadocious yeah, type yeah, of yeah. Rhyme, that type of shit, right? So. Now I done wrote the shit. Now it's like recording. And it's a whole nother step. Wow. Get in the um, booth. You know, I'm reading it from the paper and shit. I don't want to do it. I don't read it from the paper. And as I'm going, you know what I'm saying? How many hours in are y'all in? At this time, maybe about, maybe about three to four, maybe. Maybe three hours. 
Yeah. Now, but you know what? I'm glad you're bringing up this process because now when you hear these kids, and I, and I call them that because I'm 35, I'm sunning everybody now. Yes, boy, that hit me with the. Okay. So now we in there. It's about three hours. You feel me? Yeah. So now he. Uh, but like I said, three hours. Now it's three hours. You haven't even recorded yet. Now you got these kids that, and I call them kids because I'm sunning everybody who's younger than mm-hmm. me now. But these kids think because they can think of a verse, rap, or whatever like that, and they can just, you know, they don't understand the yeah, grind, man, the process, yeah. and, and the, you know, you even can do that. But that's just making a rap. I know, but yeah, you like I said, you making a song, yeah, and you making a song for our Kelly. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So mm-hmm. all these kids that think this because they can. Spit something on their iPhone and throw it on YouTube, and they deserve a deal. See, that's listen the, to this, but, man. But listen the, to the grind. Exactly, but Jesus. you know, you can't really blame. It's the it's the it's the tech world that these that these companies I'm do. I'm staying. You know up. what I'm saying? And that's how. That's the only way I know. That's right. why my music is not at abundance right because now. Because you said earlier, you didn't have a job, mm-hmm. but you put in work. What yeah. you're telling me right now is putting in work, yeah. and that's the seed. To mm-hmm. your success with yeah. what you're doing right now, mm-hmm. because a lot of guys just want the success, but they don't understand the work. You learn mm-hmm. the process. And the shorten that story up for that song, what yeah. gave me the confidence right there. When I'm reading it off the paper, yeah. every couple of words, I would kind of like look my eyes, and like look up and see what was going on. Yeah. And I would see, I saw, right, boy, like with nah. the producer Nah, like with the Bob. Yeah. And, and that would throw me off, and I would stop. Yeah. And he's like, Yo, why you stop? I hit it again, go again. Right, right, right. So I knew I had rhythm and timing. I now, had that. Now did Rob tell? I'm calling him Rob. Like I'm cool with him like that. But like the Kells, cool yeah, yeah. But the Kells, the, the Kells tell him, like they prepare him beginning, like to, to, to work with you. Did they tell yeah, him they, they told already him that told him? I was rough around the edges. Okay, they told um, I, I wasn't with it. You know what I mean? But it was like what Kells always told me was this. I didn't see you as the. He wasn't the coldest rapper or whatever. Right. So you was one of the bravest motherfuckers. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? That's what I looked at you. So he was like, I always, he always put me in pressure situations. Yeah, yeah. Like, out of nowhere. Hey, get to the studio, little nigga. What you doing? And, and, and it's for, for me to do it. And I've been smoking weed all day. Right, right, right. Running around, niggas not coming there. And he's going to do a verse. And he have a room full of pretty women and uh, music execs. Yeah. And I come straight through that like, what up? Right, you know right, what I'm saying? Right. And he like, yo, you know, this song for Jay-Z, man. I'm what? We, we, yeah, I'm doing this. You know, and I'm like, oh, all right, let's go then. You know, so he was like, the pressure, it, it was never, like, like, I never had my hand held through this shit. Right. It was straight to the woods, straight in the fire. So. And, and let's stop right here. You working with R. Kelly. Let me, let, me, let me explain to all these kids that might be listening. R. Kelly, 1998. Fresh off of I Believe I Can Fly. Fresh off of the song he did with the uh, the white, what's the white girl? Celine Dion. Celine Dion. All right. Yeah. That stuff right there, Michael Jackson, Luther Vandross, R. Kelly. One of my best friends from high school, grade school, is working with this guy. And this guy is giving you the steps and the tools to be, I mean, you can't, you can't be in a better situation. So you're going to listen to everything he's saying. Exactly. And it's just, wow. I mean, exactly. and on a music standpoint, you know, yeah, you yeah. know, he never tried to be like a um, like a life coach or right, like right. tell me what to and not to do. He always gave it to me from how to uh, approach music. Yeah. And uh, when I finished that um, that song that yeah. I was, you know, telling y'all the process about, once I finished that, um, 
I was kind of afraid to see what his reaction would have been because I still never you yeah. know, got a reaction from it. And at the end of the verse, like the song wasn't really long enough. So the homie Roy threw like uh, maybe like eight bars at the end of it. And, uh, you go? Yeah. I, I ain't know if Kells was going to really like it. Right, right. You did? Yeah. I did my first we, uh, <clears throat> Yeah, after I finished this first song I did, Inside the I ain't know how to. Like you say, inside the K. I ain't know. I ain't know if uh, kills. You know, I thought he was gonna be like, yeah, that shit was whack. Right. You ain't got it. Whatever, whatever. So um, I went to go visit the school. I went to go to visit Memphis. So when I was out there visiting the school and shit, I happened to talk to my cousin. My cousin say, yeah, I heard you met our Kelly. Tell you know, can you call him? So at, at, at any point, did you think that it was like a send off, or did you think that it? That, did you yeah, did I you think that was gonna lead to anything, or do you think you just playing around? No, the I didn't think it was gonna lead lead to nothing. Cause when I went in the studio, I saw like the difference how much ahead right. Roy was than me. Yeah. And in the music world, like damn, I don't understand the words they're using. None of these, none of these uh, don't how to like engineering and beats. I ain't know none of that shit. You know how to work none of these machines, none of that. So. I really thought that was where the buck was gonna stop, you feel me? So, um, I ended up calling Kel's phone. Yes. Like, what, how long after? That was uh, maybe three days or something after. Okay. I ended up calling and he like, uh, who this? And I'm like, you know, and I really wasn't expecting him to answer the phone. Like, I didn't even know what to call him when he answered. Like, do I call you R, Rob? What do I <laughs> right, call right, you, right. you know what I'm saying? So, uh, he, um, he just was like, man, where you at? Where you been? I'm like, oh, I came to visit the school or whatever. He said, so is you coming back to the city? Pitch? You know, I'm like, yeah, so as soon as you get back. So R. Kelly's pursuing you. Yeah, he's like, Basically. well, I called him, so, you know. So you, 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 uh, you was, show you how funny. for my cousin, but like, he but, told me I couldn't. But, like, it just show you how funny life was. You was upset about the coach recruitment. But yeah. here it is. You don't even know how God works, you know. Yeah. You got R. Kelly recruiting. Basically, yeah, he recruited key. you. Yeah, low key. Yeah, he so recruited. he told me, man, get back to the city, man, and get up with me ASAP. I hung the phone, <clears throat> and I went back to my people. I told them, man, we gotta get back, man. He sounded like he was serious. Yeah. The day I got back, he asked to meet my people again. Got him at the CRC recording studio. Yeah. And from the conversation he had with him that day, uh, he just told him, look at him like he was a college coach and uh, he said I ain't making no promises he ain't finna get rich overnight but I, I can damn near 99% uh, guarantee him a, a recording deal and they looked at me and said you want to do it <clears throat> and I said yeah I do and, you know let me say something real quick. let me let me just say salute to R. Kelly for that because we all know that kind of negative press that Kells get but this shit you say right here yeah. The that fact that he that too. he wanted that, that he wanted to meet your parents. Yeah, he did. For the second or third time. You yeah, know? Yeah. That's some real stuff. You know, Kells get a lot of bad people take cheap yeah, shots at him and stuff like right. that. But for mm -hmm. him to say that and you were like, just had turned eighteen. Mm -hmm. He didn't really have to talk to your parents. Mm -hmm. You was technically grown. He didn't. And yeah. the fact that he decided to do that, that was cool. All right, let's Man, you give me some good details, good stuff. Yeah. Uh, Flea Club, 1332 West Madison. Check that out. That's a boot store. Shout out to D. Kelly. He's out here working right now. Uh, all right. Let's go. Continue on now. So now you come back from Memphis. 
we yeah. sitting up, we chopping up with Kel. Chopping it up. And, All right, uh, here we the go. The day I get up with him, we in the never, uh, Black Navigator. Right. And then when I, when I, when I uh, meet up with him and I get to the car, I get in the car, <clears throat> we going, uh, I think we're just going to get something to eat. They playing the song that I did. Uh, All I want to do, boy, swing with you. I got it. And he was like, man, you know what I'm saying? That nigga got a New York vibe to me. He was always telling me, like, you remind me of New York nigga. Like, you got that in you. You know what I'm saying? Like, you like you a rapper. You know, he was he was just like that, like, making me believe that shit. Right. He didn't say, I want to write a rap for you. I want to make you a rapper. But nigga, you cold. I always used to tell me that here. Like, put me in front of people. And um, it will be funny when we would play basketball and shit, right? Yeah. This would really wig them out that I was, that I could hoop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And nigga run up on me, you know, I, you know, I, I got so a nice handle. You got some shit for You know what I'm saying? I got a nice handle. So yeah, he yeah. used to be like funny how I used to be like handling it. And um, I used to be really like, like selling my, like, uh, with my handles, I used to sell my face with my facial expressions. Yeah. Like eyes and doing Come on, things man. Like I remember. Eyes, you know what I'm saying? You already know. So I played with you, bro. always like I played laugh with you. at that. Like, yo, this nigga facial is just crazy. Like, here, like, you know, and I and I see him picking up them things, too, just on, on the hoop set. And then, yeah. um, <clears throat> you know, being younger, I, I realize it's now that I'm, um, that I'm in my 30s and shit. And maybe younger, you know, people, you, you pull from them. Like, flee, that's a young word. That wasn't, like, yeah. originated from me you know what I'm saying right, so right. that's what he was tapping into like his inner like cause he was going into this like R&B thuggish he didn't never he did it cause right. you, you know he was at a point to every R&B guy right. that was getting signed right. would look just like him mm-hmm. bald head with the right. goatee you right. know what I'm saying so this he, is history yes. <laughs> yeah right. so you know in yeah. hindsight now that I see you know he was searching for for um, you know younger to make his relevance right. really be fit into what was going on exactly. there. You know, you look yes. at Allen Iverson was popping. Right. That's where all of that shit was like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Referring to, you know what I mean? Right, right, right. So, um, so yeah. He, because by the time he got up with you, he'd already been seven years in the game. In the game. He got yeah. the song with Nas. Well, actually, about eight rich. years in the game. Yeah. And, yeah. He, and he really had went on the high where people don't know. He was on the hiatus at the time. Yeah. Like, really took off from music. He went to play semi-pro ball. Wow. And that's how he met my homie, uh, <clears throat> my man Roy Hamilton. He was from the, uh, he played for a team in Atlantic City. So, uh, <laughs> so uh, they were playing in Atlantic City. That's where he met my, my homie. I was kept giving him his mix, his, uh, his, his CDs and shit, mm-hmm. or his tapes or whatever. How long was he off, off of music, man? A couple years? Uh, I really don't know that. But he was kind of like on the haters at the time. Uh, <clears throat> he was like getting back in the swing of it. Yeah. At that time, you know what I'm saying. So, um, you know, right then I was just like, man, this this breathing something into me that, you know, now I was in I was inquiring on how to learn, how to be good, how to be better, cause I knew the standards was high. Right. And, and I, still, at at any point, were you thinking that this this little conversation, this little meetup that you and Kel's mm-hmm. having was going to lead to... To what it was. Did you have... That one time when I did think the No Lie, that first night when we was in the studio, when he took me and the homies all us back there, um, I believed it right then. Really? I said I wouldn't be in with something to this. Man. That's what's up. I'm going to end up rapping. That's what's up. And I kind of like geared myself to um, start getting away from 
a lot of other shit that I was doing yeah. and kind of looking at myself different from them. And at the time, it wasn't about money for me. I used to love just getting a reaction out of dude, like um, if I said something slick, if I didn't, he'd be like, Ooh. Right. Like, I did it for them purposes. It wasn't really about, you know, uh, getting rich overnight or being famous. Because I felt, I felt popular and like I was already somebody anyway. You right, know what right, I'm saying? Right. I wasn't bullied or picked on or, you know, not in the in crowd shit. You know what I'm saying? We was in the in crowd. So I always, you know, kind of had that confidence and shit. So, you know, he just was revving it in me like, you got a, you got a craft. And I, and, I, and I started to like, just like it. I started to like, just like putting the time in and writing it and using my mind. And, and, and I, that, that, that's really where it came from. Now, no did, 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 when you first started, did Kells ever like rap for you, write anything for you? Nah, he, he more so would give ideas. He tried to rap too. Like yeah, he'd come spit a rap that he done came up with. Yeah. And he, you know, he was throwing ideas to me, but he never wrote nothing. He never allowed himself. Like he always said, go in there and write. Right. Some days it'd take three days, you know, to uh, come up with a whole verse and rap that verse to him. And sometimes like, nah, I don't like that. Yeah, I like that. I don't like that. I got, I got a, a more I don't like than likes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. But that's good fight. though. You know that's good. Because yeah. see, look, I'm, you know, you you already know this about me. I'm a big fan of Kobe, mm -hmm. and what made Kobe great and gave him the success is the fact that when he first came in the league, he was getting sunned by Byron Scott yeah. and Shaq right. and D. Like man, Kobe, mm -hmm. you ain't nothing. Mm -hmm. So that built his character. Yeah. And like, it like and it's camp. good that you went through that mm -hmm. instead of just like them saying, because they could have easily just said, all right, to Monday, you on Billboard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, he could have yeah. easily did that and just mm -hmm. sang behind you and just made yeah. you a gimmick. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it ain't nothing happened but, fast like, right. as far as like, uh, the lifestyle to it. Yeah. I didn't grow into that fast. You know That's what I'm saying? So. Like, yeah, I, remember I, I couldn't go to the video shoots, the right. war shows, you know, none of that shit. Because it's like, you're young and for what? Yeah. Just an extra another motherfucker here, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> just to come see a nigga sing, you know. You used to put it like that, man. Right, that right. to be the shit to drive me to say, well, you know what? I gotta oh, to get on the video or something. I'm gonna be on something. Fuck yeah. that. You yeah, know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. All right. First song. Uh, how 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 long was you doing this before Kells just said, all right? Now you sign with me, like what? Yeah, when uh, when I did that first song, the homie Roy, like I told you, the song wasn't okay. that wasn't that long, so he put on a little like eight bars or something maybe, and when he did that, Kels was like, "Y'all sound like a group." Okay. <clears throat> so he put me and Roy in the group. We was called the Vegas Cats. If you look on the uh, oh yeah the the, the the double CD on the song we ride with Jay Z, Cameron, Noriega. Mm -hmm. um, Life soundtrack. Uh, 
So when, uh, so yeah, he put us in the group. Yeah. You did. Now yeah. that group ain't go so good. Now how, how do you come up with the name Vegas Cats and y'all? Well, mm-hmm. you from Chicago mm-hmm. and he from Chicago. The other kid. Uh, then we had. <laughs> we know how the cigars called Garcia Vega. That's mm-hmm. what our first names was. We didn't know you could use like. Oh yeah. You know people now you get sued for that name. Yeah. And Vegas Cats. He said, it's like we was rolling the dice, taking a chance. Both of us were taking a chance. He was taking uh-huh. a chance because he was really a producer. He was taking a chance at rap. And I was somebody that didn't rap. And I was taking the same chance. So that's where he came with the Vegas cat shit. And that ain't go, uh, that went south because uh, Roy was more a producer. And they kind of like had a difference over uh, something that Roy felt he produced and didn't get his credit for. And yeah. he was like, yo, I'm gone. You can ride with me if you want, bro. And I'm like, man, you know, dude introduced us. I can't, yeah. you know, I can't leave the guy with the plaques on the wall. You know, <laughs> right, you know. right, right, right. And that's, well, it's that. Roy ended up getting something on his wall within like the next year or so. He wrote a stutter for Joe. And uh, he had made an appearance on one of Nas albums. Um, You're a good girl now, I think. One of them songs like that. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he, you know, so he knew what he wanted to do. So and he an Aries just like me. That was crazy. But you and Roy, mm-hmm. Vegas Cats, like mm-hmm. I said, you guys did have some success, though. I mean, you know, you say it went south, because like I said, you had the, um, you guys had the song on uh, mm-hmm. the double the double CD. With him, though, staying with Roy as a partner, I would have been a way more seasoned, um, like, musically. Okay. Because that's, you know, his dad was, I mean, one of his, uh, his grandfather, blues man, Roy Hamilton. Uh-huh. He was Roy Hamilton III. So right, right. He, like, had that shit really in his blood, you know so, what I mean? And he, like, showed me that life. Like, he was living that life already. On condo out here, he knowing about, you know, he, he knew how to catch the cabs and get to the studio. Yeah. Order the food for the studio and tell the engineers how to do the shit. Like, he he, he, he showed me the game. Now. Because I was with him showing you the game. on a daily basis. Now, I know back when we grew up, you, this is crazy. Us being teenagers, I lived a normal teenage life. Somehow, Boo was always somewhere, everywhere. You mm-hmm. was everywhere as, as, a, as a teenager. And you, mm-hmm. so, but like, now, this was on some extra level shit now, yeah. fucking with <laughs> Kells. And, mm-hmm. and Roy. Mm-hmm. So what was it like, man, first time, you know, you 18, you in New York for the first time, I, I believe, right? That was the first time you went to New York when mm-hmm. you were signed with Rob. All right, yeah. so you go to New York. Mm-hmm. What's, what, what are you thinking, man? Yeah, you got a good memory. I, always, <laughs> I remember going there and was like, damn, man. I remember going to New York and was like, you feel me? We live. So, oh, well, you heard me? <laughs> L. Gales. We, um, yeah, I remember going on, on that plane, going to New York, and it was like, uh, it was like, you know, I got the feeling like, that. This, this really what I'm, I, I got to do this now. Yeah. Like, it was like, I'm, you all in, you know, and it was like, because you're young, so you're thinking, uh, what I'm going to do here, what's the fun, and, the baby, right. and it really wasn't that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Work. Just like this part of the game. This is what this is. Yeah. So now I under I was starting to understand more about what uh what an artist go through. Like, okay, this is what you do. This yeah. is how they get to Okay. I get it now. You know, cause a lot of the things you would look at these people like they like superheroes and shit just yeah. happen and you know I'm like so, you know, it was like, okay. 
this what happened. This how it go. This what it is. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I looked took it as. Now the next step was once we got to New York and um, we go to the Hit Factory. And it's so crazy, bro. I go in my car right now. It's so crazy that you got me here today. I got a cassette tape from the session when we went to first went to New York. Wow. A girl I ended up bumping back into, bro. She said, this was like my girl at the time, like puppy love type of shit. And she still had this tape. It was like an album, like it was like the finished of me and Roy's album. And I'm so was like open for her. I gave her the whole, my whole album <laughs> before the world could get it in the whole everything. Well, you see, know. you know, let's take it back. I had this, another copy. Well, ch check this out. Let's take this album. back. I'm glad you brought that up. This was 1998. 99. See? Or 99. Okay. There was no Instagram and you mm -hmm. couldn't like on a girl's picture yeah. to show them that you like them. You actually had to be creative and actually yeah. had to have game back mm -hmm. in those days. Yeah. You couldn't just have to like on a well, picture or follow somebody. You you yeah, you had to, to go through that stuff. So yeah, I'm glad you brought take that up. Um, chance to call in that house. So, Mama <laughs> right. The phone. And be respectful on the mm -hmm. phone and all that. So, you actually took your first demo tape. Yeah. That My you first did. finished album. First finished. That we and you turned gave it to Kells like what we did, and I gave it. And you gave it to <laughs> Show her. you how much suckers right. we is for, for females. For females, you know what I'm saying? And I gave it to them. And wow. So you didn't like on an Instagram pic mm -hmm. or, or follow mm -hmm. back or nothing that like that. Like you that actually had to like, have game back I was back out of high days. school for a year. Yeah. She was a year younger than me. And I used to go pick her up from her school. And I had met her. I think I remember this girl. Though. Yeah, I had met her um, <laughs> at a halftime show. At a, she was dancing halftime show at like the basketball Oh, yeah. Tournament. I think I know like what we're talking about. So, yeah. So, and that's funny. She ain't around me no more. Ain't that crazy? I, but you know, that's a whole nother story there. Right. But um, yeah. and it's crazy, I got that session in the car. If we get around the cassette tape, I always wanna hear it because it's a song on there that I got with 50 Cent. And I mean, like people don't know like Say I that again. That you got a song Cent. with yeah. 50 Cent? Yeah, he was signed to the track masters at the time, working on his <laughs> album. So it's like we in the studio and it's like we got to New York and then I go, oh, Who do you God. who do you guys want in your album? Like when they took me in these offices and Foxy Brown's there and uh like Foxy there, and they're like, who, so who you guys want to work with? They asking us, like, who? So I'm going for the cream of the crop, Jay, and you know, and I'm like, this is how it comes, because there's college people on the phone, and you know, and they coming, they through the song, so we in New York, and uh, we at the Hit Factory, and you got Slick Rick in there, you got uh, 50, uh, Nas, his whole clique, uh, uh, not Cormega, uh, my name, Nature, the whole move, so. Right here, yo, this is real vital and important to my life right here. And, and you were a big fan like of Nas. this right here, exactly. Like, crazy Nas. Like, I yes. tried to do that song for my eighth grade thing. Right. I couldn't do it because, you know, the content. So, I go to the bathroom, right? Now, in my mind at the time, all studios look the same to me, all studio rooms. So, I go to the bathroom. And the producer L.E.S. He, yeah, uh, he was producing. He was producing. He was producing our He was producing our session at the time. Yeah. So I leave, go to the bathroom real quick, and I'm coming through these. You know, thinking I'm coming back in the right studio because I see L.E.S. in there, and I see L.E.S. He's like, Yo, what up, boy? I'll be in the room in a minute. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, Oh, dig, I'm not in the right room. So he say, uh, He talking to somebody at a chair. And the chair turned around. He's like, Oh, yo, boy, you know Nas, right? And I'm like, oh shit. And you know, now nah, it's like, yo, what 
So I did kind of think like all uh, rappers and singers, like they knew each other and everybody be cool. Right. He really ain't giving me that. Like he just like, oh, okay, word, what's up, what's up, boom. Gave me a, um, got me up. So I'm like, damn, this nah. So I kind of had to get, you know, my extra little, no homo, like my extra little, like, right. like soak up the energy, like, oh shit. So, you know, I kind of like paid attention. I saw him like sit back at the uh, board, lit the blunt up. I looked right there and I said, that's how you do it. <laughs> you know, because with kids, it was like he was singing, so it wasn't yeah, like yeah, you can't I was living that kind of, um, right. you know, that life in the joint. But Nas. And I remember leaving that night and um, I drive and was like, hey, where y'all want to go tomorrow? You got any place specific you want to do? I said, yeah. He said, I want you to take me to a store. I want to get a pair of Tim's. Like nah, I said, um, right. that coat like he had, and it, you know, I want the whole demo. Tell me where I can get that at, cause we wasn't on that yet. Here. Right, right. And I remember whatever what I was had. that the bubble coat. And all yeah, that. bubble coat with the uh, fur on the hood and all yeah. that. And bro, we came back. I remember that next day too to get that shit. I threw that shit on. Whatever shoes I had on, whatever I can't remember, whatever I had on, I threw that shit in the garbage. <laughs> like literally changed that day while I was at, threw that shit in the trash. Right. And I did that because I just knew I was turning to a new. It's like Superman. You know, when he going into the uh with the tough phone booth. Yeah. And I threw that shit away. And I said, I didn't want I'm a new person. Totally new. When I touch back down to Chicago, can't nobody that talk about they cipher. Right. Can't nobody that talk about they been in no studio. Can't nobody to tell me they don't shit. Right. I'm in this bitch now. I'm that dude. I rap. This ain't dude that play ball no more. This ain't I I, I rap. Right. I'm him now. Right. So it took everything. I had to adjust the attitude. I had to adjust the. Then, you know, like my cockiness had to get intact. Like, this is what I do now. Right. And I believed it when I, because I saw Nas. Nice. He don't even know, I don't know, I never seen him again after that. Um, we don't know me, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I'm an overly huge fan of him. Very inspired by him. Yeah. And that right there what made me believe I could, that I was a, that I was a, and a that, real recording And artist. that was... After the whole thing, with, or that was with Roy still? Or? Yeah, that's still with Roy. Okay. And then we get back, and uh, Roy kind of, uh, me and Roy make appearance on the Life soundtrack too. Hit spot and dosy don't hate this head see and roll rockin' making all that dough If y'all don't know but actual roll Vegas cast yeah. and from there uh Roy uh, he had his little differences with kids and you know I had to like dap him up and say, Man, best wishes, I gotta stay down. So as I stayed down, I'm gonna get all the way funky with it. As I stayed down, I was like in limbo. 
I was like in limbo as I stayed down, you know what I mean? It's good. So I stayed down just, you know, on my own tip. Now the one thing that I was handicapped in was that I felt I always needed somebody with me. Right. Like, you know, it's easier two people writing a rap than mm -hmm. one person writing a rap. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So I kind of was so comfort, <clears throat> had a comfort zone with, with Roy to where it was like, all I had to really do was just worry about my verse. Yeah. So uh, I just was in limbo. That's what Kel, and I remember Kel telling me, like, yo, stay the way you stay the way you are. And I never like talk back, I never questioned. I would just listen and give her my contact. I would never, you know, and I see a lot of kids do that shit now. You tell them something and they ask you why. Right. Or uh, they try to come up with their own um, logical reason for what it is. And, you know, I didn't. You know what I mean? I knew at that time I just had to be a soldier. You know what I mean? And right. whatever asked of me, as far as this music shit, you know, I had to I had to listen and do that. And you know, when I was growing as a man in the same token, my mom had, she went and moved to uh, Tennessee to handle some business um, down there with my grandmother. Um, my dad was a businessman, but he was busy a lot. So I had to really, you know, like clone in and you had to grow and, up. And, and grow and, and, Quit. <clears throat> and, you know, and learn and suck up the game. So in the time, you know, there was a lot of people coming at me you know, uh, yeah, bro, I rap, I do this, I do this. And it was like, your approach so weak and so bullshit because you thinking you can do it because I'm doing it. Right, right. You didn't never do that. You know what I mean? Because it really was, it was only a handful that done that in this city. Exactly. And that really on the successful side. Yeah. So, you know, one night, me and my cousin, me and Mike fucking around, chilling. And we hear somebody burning rubber, loud as hell. In the, um, I know in the, who this is. Burning rubber in the, uh, in, the, in the gas station. We used to call it the $2 holler. We used to get two packs of um, White Owl Switches for uh, $2. Yeah. The whole packs. These like in the Philly Blunt days. So show you, I ain't no fake smoker. I ain't just right, right, smoking, right. nigga. I was smoking in high school, nigga. Right. And kids, don't you do that shit. And if you're doing it, just know you gotta work harder. You right. know what I'm saying? Roll one with me. You dig me? So, uh, we, uh, so yeah, I just hear. Y'all in the gas station? Yeah, in the gas station. <laughs> I hear this loud ass nigga talking to son. You know what I'm saying? I just hear him loud. I look over. That's Scotty. Yeah, so it's like, you know, he already was like a. Um, um, like a big brother to me just because him and my big brother was cool. Yeah. You know, they was playing ball together. Okay. Back in the shorty days when, like, that's how I knew Cuff so long because, like, they were... My, I just about to ask you. You did what I'm saying? Yeah. They was my brother's age, so I used to have to be with him and they was all playing ball and shit, so I looked up to them just genuinely because they was older. Yeah. They fucking with the bros. They, you know, they fresh, they fly, they living, you know what I'm saying? What we doing wasn't was boring, you right. know what I'm saying? We, <laughs> right. we gotta right. watch TV all day and shit. We kids. Yeah. So, um, you know, his approach was like, yeah, I know you're doing your thing and all that, so let me get something off the bankroll. <laughs> so he looking at it like that. I'm with Kel, so like, you gotta be doing it. I know all oh, that's cool. I know you would do, so come on, you see what I'm doing? And he popped his trunk. He had his CDs. This is his album. Yeah. He got his face on the front. He walked up there and telling me, I got a record label, me and my cousin. Got a record label, so nobody that I knew. I'm, I'm sitting saying to myself. Right. I'm signed with our county. How the fuck you got a record? Because <laughs> I didn't understand and know, like, you know, shit. you can have an independent, you know what yeah. I mean? And if he didn't, 
<laughs> which he did. He made it believable. Right, right, right. Like, damn, bro. Like, that's, you know, that was the biggest part of what it was. Like, <laughs> this shit wasn't in no, like, a CD he giving you. His yeah. face on the front. Or, then he had a song on um, Pimp Gotti. He had a song on GCI. Right, right. So he knew all of who's and who's to know. All of the, you know, show me features he had on that. Uh, rapping Forte. He's from the Bay. He on shit with Pop. Right. Uh, my homie Blunt. He had a song at the time. He was on, um, well, you know, Crucial Conflict, all the cars. Right. So he was in the mix. Now, when I looked and saw all the people on the album, I said, well, naturally, I'm thinking that he rapped like that too. Right. Fast flow. When I'm listening to it, it wasn't a fast flow. It was kind of the flow of what I was in. You know what I mean? So my biggest thing was like, I could pass it on to Black. Mm-hmm. I've never done that for nobody. I never gave, you know, so yeah. you know what, what do it hurt me to do this? Right. So, and knowing that they standards were so high, I didn't want to really be killing other people's dreams. Right. Like, these people don't want to fuck with y'all. Right. They motherfucking with somebody. And I wonder, why you fuck with me? I can't even yeah, yeah. really act like that. So, but I did have the sauce though. Right. That's what it was, you know what I'm saying? So, I tell Black about um, Gotti, um, this my man shit, don't listen to it. So before you listen, you can ask him, bro, how hot is it hot? Yeah, that's I said, black. I'm telling you, it's nice. He said, how hot is it? Like, keep it real, man. That's black. He said, put it like this. It's good enough to where I would even, I would rap with him. Mm. I say this. Yeah. You feel me? He don't say it. He don't, that's not that. I say this. Right. So, oh, cool. So, all right, tell him to come to the gym. Come to the gym. Process. It was long, got he feeling played, cause Kels Delane yeah, yeah. came, you know, came and hollered at me, taking his time, you know, like yeah. that, and I'm like, just hold on. Yeah, you gotta know him to understand. Right. And, and, and how was it dealing with that, trying to keep Gotti calm and uh, just saying, look, <laughs> my thing was saying this, look, <laughs> you this close. Right. I'm telling you, you don't get no closer. Yeah. Trust me on this dog. You know what, man? Trust I commend you on that. Yeah. And, we, and he listened and he yeah. and from there it was a rap. Yeah. And I told him then after that, I told him like, bro, we, I know you used to doing your own thing. You know, you know, push for yourself. And he said, nah, bro, nah, let's do a group. I remember that. I remember like, nah, that. Uh-uh. You got to be in a group, man. You like, and from that, he took like a real big brother role to me. Like, right. as far as every day. Yeah. Like, where you at, boo? If it, if it, and I had a car too, but he'd come get me. We'd ride his car all day. <laughs> Go places all day. He'd take me everywhere. His mama, how he'd take me on. Yeah. And you know, and not that, you know, I gotta put out the real, you know, got it from the real, he from the street, he really is a gang, he really is a gang chief. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? So he taking me around, you know, just showing, you know, like, like letting everybody know, bro, me and the boo, we doing our thing, you know what I'm saying? And, Damn. And uh, from that, though, you know, Rob had, uh, he had gave us a track, right? Yeah. And we wrote to the track. Daddy went on his side of the room, I went on my side of the room. Then Rob came back downstairs to the studio and said, let me hear what y'all came up with. We both, we didn't rap it together or nothing, but it just coincided so crazy. And he was like, damn. Like, we rapped it to him. It wasn't even a studio rap. We rapped it in front of him. He's like, y'all sound like a group. Right. Think of a name. Couldn't really think of no names. We was just like trying to think of names and things that made. And we just one day just like. Okay, hey. before you say the name. What was some of the ideas y'all came up with? I can't you remember? Even remember? You remember? Okay. And Kels threw an idea to us called Major League. 
Okay. And then that was like a little discrepancy ah. with some other cats. Yeah, because I remember him Jamaicans. saying that on uh, the TV. And they wanted to battle for the name. Yeah. And, uh, and actually, it's crazy that Lupe was with these guys. I can't say he was Jeez. in that group. But I remember he was with them when they, had, history, uh, they came to the hotel. I mean, not to the telly. They came to the studio to battle us. Wow. And got him like, man, I'm a gang chief. I don't motherfucking battle rap. I'm going to beat some ass. And I told him, too, I don't battle rap neither. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know what y'all want to do. Kells gave us that name. You know what I'm saying? Point blank period, you know? Oh, and, man. Uh, from there, though, dog. And that's when, like, um, you, that's when y'all decided on the name Boo and Gotti? Yeah, we just was like, man, we just got to go with our own names. And yeah. they was with it. You yeah. know, they was with it. And from there... And so, like, it never was Gotti and Boo. I remember Stunner used to say Gotti and Boo or whatever yeah, like that. Right. So it was just, it just, it just was yeah, like. Yeah, you know, that's how Stunner is. He, yeah. He's he easy to just, he'll say everything wrong. <laughs> right, you know what right, I'm right. saying? That's like Southern, like, right. that's just him. So that yeah, little thing right there, mm-hmm. that became Boo and Gotti. Mm-hmm. We're going to stop right there. That, this is classic stuff. This we calling this part one. We're gonna come right back with part two. With my boy Boo telling us, giving us a Chicago legend history. Look at the names he just talked about here. Yeah. We, we just started. We're only in 1999. Mm-hmm. We're only in 1999. We got a lot of more years ago. We'll be right back with more Inside the Cave. Video.